The views and opinions expressed on this show are those of the sponsor, Neal Clinic Chiropractor. My name is Dr. Ben McMillan, and I am a chiropractor and the owner of the Neal Clinic right here in Pensacola. I want to start and say thank you, Bobby, for having me on the Pensacola Expert Panel this morning. I always love coming up here with you guys and, and doing the radio show. It's fun. Yeah, it's good stuff. You do a good job. You've been here. You've been a, a longtime staple for oh, us, yeah, too. Oh, so. yeah. Uh, this has been a fun show. I Again, just coming on here and talking chiropractic care and answering listener questions. I mean, I, I really love what I do, and it's great to hear people that maybe have never been introduced to chiropractic care, uh, don't know about it, or have always had a question. This is a great opportunity to get those in. Um, and this morning, I've got a few things that I want to talk about, about this holiday season, how to help you avoid injuring your back. You know, the the holidays are always busy for everybody. And one of the things that I see, you know, when I first became a chiropractor, I thought, boy, you know, Thanksgiving, Christmas time, the clinic's going to be pretty dead. This will be a great time for me to get all my book work done, end of the year stuff. Wrong. Everybody does so much cleaning. They're, they're up on their feet all the time. They're shopping. They're decorating. This is one of the busiest times of the year for us. And so I've got a few tips and tricks that I that I found over the years that really help with our patients. So I'm going to share some of those with you guys this morning. First though, if you're tuned in and listening with us this morning, I always love giving our audience the chance to send in your questions. Text Bobby and I in those questions and I will answer your questions live on the air this morning. What's the uh, phone number they can send those into? Yeah, send them into 850-437-1620. 850-437-1620. So text in your questions. Yeah, it's, uh, again, just giving you guys the opportunity to ask your questions, get some answers without really having to go too far out of your way. All you have to do is send in a text message. How many opportunities do you have to do that with your doctor on a regular basis? I'd go, venture to guess not very often. All right, but let's get into how to help avoid you spoiling your holidays this year with an achy back. First of all, the best way to avoid back pain during the holidays is to take care of your back all year long. Of course, right, everybody is, is moaning in their car right now, oh sure, Dr. McMillan. That's a pretty obvious one. If your back is already in good shape and your joints are moving properly, guess what? You're going to have less of a chance of having flare-ups throughout the holiday season. And that's exactly what my patients that have had severe back pain in the past, you know, that we've treated successfully through chiropractic care, now they make sure that they're adhering to a routine of stretching, exercising. They'll come into the clinic for routine adjustments and just to make sure that their joints are moving properly still. Those patients will tell you, they don't have those episodes where their back goes out or you know it spasms and locks up that lasts for weeks, days, weeks. They don't have those issues anymore. You know, maybe they'll have a minor flare-up with some back pain, but they know how to start the treatments at home. They know to get that ice pack out. They know what stretches to do and which ones to stay away from. And if it's still there over the next day or two, they know just to call our office and come in for an adjustment. It is so much easier 
to help patients that have these flare-ups, that have back pain, the sooner we see it. Those of you out there listening right now that have been dealing with back pain, maybe for the past few days, the past few weeks, the past few months, and those of you out there that have li- that are listening that have had back pain for the past few years, stop doing that. Just just stop. Stop kicking that can down the road thinking one day you're just going to wake up and all that pain will be gone. That all of a sudden you'll just stop hurting. You know, when you wake up in the morning and you have breakfast and you have your multivitamin, if Tylenol and Advil are part of that routine, those aren't vitamins. Your body is not hurting because of a lack of Tylenol. You're just masking that pain. All you're doing is you're living your life in more pain. And you're going to make it more difficult to treat if you just keep waiting and waiting. I see this stuff all the time where maybe somebody started out having some back pain and then they kind of had to shift their weight to one side or the other when they're walking or when they sit. They kind of lean one way to avoid causing that back pain, right? Well, now they favor one side more than the other. And guess what? Now that side that they're leaning to, it starts to be used more and more And sooner or later, it's going to be that hip that's going to start to hurt or that knee. And then that joint's going to wear out differently than the other side. That's how all this stuff starts. It's like that song that you learned when you were a kid, right? The hip bone's connected to the leg bone. Turns out there's a lot of truth to that. Our body is all connected. It's one big system. And you can't affect one thing without having a change somewhere else. So stop waiting and call your chiropractor and schedule an appointment if your back's hurting. That's step one. Let's take care of your back year round. And, you know, actually, when I when I got in here, Bobby was telling me that this morning. You know, he had had a history of some hip pain. And he said, uh, you know, he was called in here on, on last minute notice and he had to miss his morning yoga session. And I said, oh, I'm sorry to hear that. I hope you're able to, to get it in later. And he's been doing yoga, uh, you know, pretty routinely for the past few years with great results. I mean, Again, there's some times where I'm sure you have some hip pain or some back pain from things that you do throughout your day, but incorporating like daily stretching or a routine of stretches has really changed your life. I mean, it's right. Yeah, absolutely has. Uh, that's what I was explaining to you is like I had major hip problems uh, and lower back problems. And just by incorporating, and I didn't know what I'm doing when it came to yoga. I just downloaded an app yeah. <laughs> and, and then you showed me another app. So I'm actually trying to download that right now. Uh, that just by doing a little bit, uh, just a few times a week, I noticed a dramatic difference where I could actually start functioning again. There's, there's absolutely some high level yoga practitioners, some high level moves. You're doing handstands, these incredible, I mean, I can't do that. (laughs) And and neither can I, uh, mobility is still something that I, I work on, on a routine basis, but it's a, uh, again, it's, we start so easy and so gentle and you build up to that stuff. But the things that are really really beneficial for your body are consistency. And can we work a little bit at a time and improve over time? And now, like you said, he's able to mow the yard to go simple things like shopping. Imagine some of you listening out there, if you had to go to Walmart or Sam's and you didn't get to lean on that cart, how, how bad would that be? Maybe they institute a new thing. You, you have to check yourself out, but they've got shoppers that'll walk around the store and push the cart and put everything in there for you. I bet a lot of you would decline that service because when you go shopping, you have to lean on that cart just to walk that much. That's not normal. If you're having back pain while you're just standing and walking, again, that's not something that should happen to you. We need to work on that. There's something going on in your back. That's a sign of of a problem in your body. I thought it was normal. Yeah, and most people do, right? As soon as you get into the parking lot, you're looking for a shopping cart just to get that lean 
oh, my back feels yep. better now. <laughs> I, again, everybody would decline that service. I'd imagine they, they liked that thing. So let's get into a few things aside from taking care of your back year round, which is, again, the best thing you can do. But let's say that's not you. Uh, what can you do this season to really help make sure that you're not going to injure your back? One big thing, uh, we're going to talk about how to properly bend, right? We've got our we got to bend over. Not everything is accessible at hand height, at shoulder height. We got to get down low. I'm pretty tall. I have to bend pretty frequently. And the best way to bend is to really, you know, people say use your legs, but we really don't know what that mean. What that means. I see a lot of people bend and they use mainly their knees, which is a better alternative than using your back. But the best thing to do is to use our hips. And our hips, we've got these big ball and socket joints with big muscles around them, right? The gluteus maximus. We've got these hamstring muscles on our on the back of our legs. We've got quadriceps on the front of our legs. We've got really big, long muscles uh, that are pretty powerful. They're designed to support our weight when we bend. And using your hips to bend is really the best way to do that, as opposed to bending forward and keeping your legs straight and putting all of that force on the smaller joints, the smaller muscles in your back. That's the best way to do it. It, it kind of is going to look like you're sticking your butt out when you bend. You know, if, if you stand, uh, I don't know, six inches away from a wall and you can bend over and your rear end isn't bumping into that wall and kind of sliding down it, you're bending in the wrong way. What should happen as you bend it should feel like your back is staying straight and you can even kind of keep your legs straight and that there's a, an invisible bar that kind of hits you right in the waist and pushes your hips back. Then you slowly start to bend your knees as you lower yourself down. That's going to protect your spine. It's going to make sure you're using the right muscles in your hips and your legs, your glutes to really get down low and lift something up heavy. You know, if you do have to lift something heavy, Keeping it close to your body as you lift, again, another really, really good way to make sure you're not going to injure your back. Uh, it, it does something, it changes the fulcrum point of this hinge in our body to get into a little physics of how we bend and how we move. Making sure that that fulcrum point is not one of those joints in your lumbar vertebra and making sure that we're using, again, those big ball and socket joints that are designed, uh, right, a hip hinge, that's what everybody's heard of a, a move before. That's why we have our hips designed that way. Those bigger muscles are going to do two things. They're going to add more stability. I definitely don't want anybody falling this year. Uh, so using those big muscles is going to be more stable for you, and it's also going to reduce the chance of straining your back. Those small muscles aren't able to hold as much force as they are with some of those bigger muscles. So if you're trying to bend over over and over and over again, and you're doing that using the wrong technique or the wrong form, and putting a lot of strain on muscles that are, you know, two or three inches as opposed to, you know, I've got long legs. My hamstring muscles are probably a few feet long. Uh, you know, that's going to be much safer, a much easier thing for my body to do over and over again if we do that properly. Uh, another big one, when we're uh, cleaning the house, vacuuming, it uh, doesn't sound like it could be all that bad until you have some back pain. And then you really uh, try and avoid vacuuming the whole house. It can be pretty taxing. You know, I know a lot of people have these Roombas now, but most people still use the old-fashioned, you know, wall and socket vacuum. And what they do is they do this rotation where you kind of pull the vacuum back and forth with your hand. But what you're really doing is you're using your back to twist a lot. And if you have to vacuum your whole house, I can't tell you how many times I've heard people say, all I did was clean my house and now I've got my back is killing me. 
that's a big one. Instead of doing that, what I want you to do is imagine that you're in the yard doing, uh, you're, you're using a push lawnmower. You ever used a push lawnmower before, Bobby? Actually, that's what I have still. Yeah. Okay. That's so, probably why my hips always hurt when I mow the lawn. <laughs> when, you do, when you use that push lawnmower, do you just do a big circle all around you and push it forward a little bit and pull it right back and push it for, like you would use yep. a vacuum? Yeah. Or do you make big, long lines? Do you try and no, make- No, no, you do big, long lines, yeah. Big, long lines. <laughs> That's what I want you to do with your vacuum. I know it's going to look a little weird, but in that hallway, I want you to walk all the way down the hallway, use your body and turn around and then push it all the way back. Again, then you're using your hips, you're using your forward momentum instead of just twisting and right. It would be really silly to oh, use yeah. your lawnmower like and it would, you would take a vacuum. long time to do that. Too. Yeah, <laughs> I get it. You can't do that around furniture. There'll be a couple instances, corners, things like that, where you will have to do that. But if we change the entire house from that vacuuming method to using those straight lines like you would a push lawnmower. So instead of doing a two-foot swath, yeah, try to make it a much bigger. Again, because then you're not having to rotate quite as much and pull. Some of those vacuums are pretty heavy. I know they started making them a little lighter. Uh, I, I think we grew up in a, it, it was a Kirby vacuum. Oh, yeah. That's I what I was thinking was thing. the Kirby in my oh, mind, my God, too. This that thing, thing was a beast. 40 pounds. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I, it was big. I, they were a great product, but uh, I mean, dragging that thing around the house was a chore. The other one that I know everybody's going to do, standing at the kitchen counter. Um, I've got a lot of tips and well, tricks. That's where the food is. That's where the food's at. That's where everybody has all the food prep. You've got to cook for the 25 people coming over. you got to wrap the gifts. We're cleaning house. Standing at the counter, again, I'm tall. I have to bend down to get to our counters most of the time. And that can put a lot of strain on your back. Again, washing dishes. You've got to not only cook for those 25 people, but most of the time you're going to get stuck washing the dishes. And being in that bent forward position, again, a lot of people are going to use their lower back to get that lean forward so they can reach down and get into the bottom of the sink to get to the food. will put a lot of strain on your back. Instead of doing that, what I want you to do is getting kind of a split stance position. I want you to take one step forward with your foot, get it underneath the counter. Even if you have to open a cabinet door and move some stuff aside and put one foot in a cabinet and then take your other foot and step backwards where your feet are kind of split and staggered, that's going to allow you to be a little lower. Bend that front knee, keep that back leg straight. Then you'll be lower and closer to everything you're trying to work on. And again, we're using our big leg muscles to put a lot of that support for our body as opposed to using those smaller joints, those smaller muscles in your back. That's going to save a lot of you guys some help. Uh, I look like a crazy person sometimes doing the dishes. I get really wide. I'll (laughs) drop my hips low just to make sure I'm not doing that because sometimes I got a lot of dishes to do. That's another big tip that I've got. Um, Breaking that some of that stuff up into pieces as well. I know you've got all the cooking, all the gift wrapping to do, all the house cleaning, But if you break that stuff up into smaller pieces and making sure you're giving your body a chance to rest instead of trying to do this marathon of a, you know, a cleaning and cooking and doing it all in one day, you'll get it done, I promise. But give your body some rest. You know, if you can do some of the cooking and then give your body 15 minutes of rest or 20 minutes while you let something cook, maybe sit down to wrap some of the presents, sit down to write the Christmas cards. You've got stuff to do. I know that you can do seated For those of you that haven't finished your holiday shopping, uh, speaking from personal experience, get the shopping done on Amazon, whatever you need to still do. Do it on the computer while you sit down. That way, when you get back up, you'll be able to continue working a little bit longer 
because your muscles will be able to sustain some of those positions. Again, like you said, that prolonged standing. Imagine those of you out there that don't have a shopping cart at home to lean on while you're doing all this stuff. <laughs> that prolonged standing causes a lot of back problems. Well, when you brought up the dishwashing, I was, I mean, I can definitely relate to that. Like, yeah. I, I know there's times where I've been dishwashing and my lower back hurts so bad then I just have to like hold myself against the yeah, lower and, back between the shoulder blades is a big oh, one, yeah. right? Like try and keep your shoulders back, bring that stuff a little closer to you and being able to be in that, you know, a uh, staggered stance where it's kind of like a Yeah, I'm definitely going to try that. You know, here now I'm lower and closer versus if I have to stand and do that, mm -hmm. I mean, I'm really bent over. I had to get the mic up just to, to yeah, kind of show Bobby over. what we're doing here. Yeah. Uh, and I've got one more example. We need a video component for, yeah, uh, we of do. this show. <laughs> I, I do a lot of, this is really the talk that I give a lot of our patients. Uh, you know, when we talk about home care, when I say, you know, mm -hmm. what are these things that are irritating your back? I've got a ton of tips and tricks for you guys on how to modify some of these things. But, you know, if you're not going up and down ladders all the time or you're not laying tile, we probably don't have to go over a lot of those. But mm -hmm. for the holidays, I kind of know what most families are going to do. Mm -hmm. That's why I put this show together today to, to help prevent some of that back pain. You know, uh, one more example I have of this is if you've got a water bottle in your hand and you have to hold it straight out in your arm in front of you, right? Almost all of us could do that. It's not too hard. But let's say you had to hold that water bottle in the same position for 15 minutes. That water bottle is going to start to get a little heavy. <laughs> you know, your arm's going to start to shake and not very many people would be able to hold their arm out with the water bottle for 15 to 20 minutes, right? And that's not even a long time. But what if I said it, you only had to do that for, you know, 30 seconds every half hour. I bet a lot more people could do that because they've given their muscles time to rest. They've really allowed their body to recover before they try and do that stuff again. And that's, you know, the point of all this. It makes it much easier on your body if you give your muscles a break from holding those sustained positions. Now, what should you do if you, you know, don't have the opportunity to do these things? You, you try and power through and now your back does hurt. What can you do? My favorite thing, let's start with an ice pack. I know it's cold out there. It's 40 degrees in the morning. I'm still passing out ice packs. I'm making sure all my patients are getting those things out if they're having back pain. We talk about ice versus heat all the time in my clinic and ice is a local anti-inflammatory. What it does is it helps reduce the inflammation and calm those muscles down around your back that's achy or sore, around your hips that are hurting after all that stuff. Put it on your knees if your knees are starting to hurt. Put it on for about 10 to 15 minutes at a time and make sure you're taking breaks between that stuff. Don't put, you know, if some ice is good, more ice is not better. That's how you end up with frostbite. We don't want to do that. So make sure if you're going to use those ice packs, 10 to 15 minutes at most, and then give it about 30 minutes before you start using them again. But that will really start to help. That's one of the biggest things you can do. Uh, and again, if you're having back pain, don't just put this stuff off. Don't wait, you know, and wait and wait. And like I said at the beginning of the show, just keep kicking that can down the road. Don't start 2024 off in pain. Call your chiropractor, schedule an appointment, if you don't have a chiropractor, call the Neal Clinic. Tell Jamie that Dr. McMillan told you to schedule a consultation and you and I will sit down and discuss whether your case is a chiropractic case or not. Our phone number is 850-479-2700. If you want my opinion on whether or not your case can be helped with chiropractic care or not, give us a call. And like I said, those consultations are my opportunity 
to really sit down with you and discuss what are your symptoms? Is this something that I think chiropractic care can help with? Is this something that should clear up pretty quickly on, on its own with using some ice packs? I had a gentleman come into the clinic the other day that his family really wanted him to come in because he was having some back pain. But I said, look, I don't really think this is a chiropractic issue. I think you you know, had this one activity you were doing that seemed to bother your back. I want you to use this ice pack for about two days. If your pain is still there, call me back. We've got all your paperwork. I promise I won't make you fill all that stuff out again. And we'll start with this chiropractic care. Uh, I gave him a few stretches and exercises. I wanted him to start after he finished with that stuff. And he called our clinic a few days later and said, hey, I'm doing so much better. Thank you for the ice. I mean, that happens more often than, than you'd think. Again, if I don't think I can help your case, I'm not going to waste your time and my time trying to get these adjustments because I know they won't work. If your case isn't a chiropractic case, I need to send you to the type of doctor that can help you. And that's exactly what we do. I refer patients out all the time to see orthopedic doctors, to see neurologists, because not every case that walks through our door can be helped with chiropractic care. But that's one of the big benefits of being a chiropractor. We're what's called a portal of entry doctor. You don't have to have a referral. You don't have to go see your primary care doctor before you can come into our clinic. That's why we spend so much time in school learning about evaluation, learning about how to properly diagnose and treat conditions because we need to be able to differentiate between back pain that can be coming from kidney stones and back pain that's coming from an issue with your joints. And if one of the things that's kind of had you shy away from calling your chiropractor or ever going to see one is you're nervous about that bending, twisting, and popping of your joints. At the Neal Clinic, one of the things that our patients love is the use of a tool called the activator. Instead of you know twisting and popping your neck, what we do is we use a handheld spring-loaded instrument to help move the joints and make sure that they're moving and functioning properly. It's really gentle. It's very safe. It's really, really successful in what it's designed to do because the surface area is so much smaller than using our hands. It doesn't have to use as much force. When we reduce the surface area of something to push force through those joints, we don't have to use as much pressure it reduces the soreness. It reduces the chance of injury. And our patients love that they don't have to have their back popped. You know, some people still do like the traditional manual style adjusting, and I do that all the time. But one of the things that I do with, again, the majority of our patients is using that activator method of adjusting, and it's very successful. Those of you out there that have, you know, unfortunately already had a back surgery or a fusion or something like that, a lot of chiropractors won't even treat you because they've you know, they fuse joints in your spine. They've put these rods and bolts and screws in there. Surgeons have done that so that those joints don't move. If we're trying to adjust your spine manually, it's really impossible to make sure that we're moving L3 and L2 and not L4 and L5. Well, with these tools, these instruments, the surface area is so small, we can be very specific. I can adjust one level at a time. In fact, I already know when I get back from the show, I've got a patient that's got an L4, L5 fusion, and he's having some back pain. And as a result of that fusion, we know the level right above and right below that fusion are going to have more stress put on them. And he's a great candidate for this exact style of care. And I'm really hopeful to meet him, and hopefully we can help his case out with some of this back pain he's having because, again, I, he does not want to have to have another back surgery. Well... He's giving me that sign that I'm running out of time again. I really appreciate all of you that tuned in and listened today. 
uh, I know the holidays are busy. I know the roads are busy. Everybody's in a hurry. A little more stress. Be patient out there. Everybody, please enjoy the holidays. Thanks again for having me on this morning, Bobby. My Absolutely. My name is Dr. Ben McMillan with the Neal Clinic, and I will see you guys next time.